episode 576, January 10th, 2022. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. A great show. Listening to the Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to the Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you get punk? The Robin Joe Show. I've got with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they are. Please secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hard day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. We are back baby, back. In the studio back live for another exciting episode of the Rob and Joe Show. Yeah, Chad is full already in there. Baby Eater, new friend Dave. I wonder if that really is Dave. This is Dave Dennis 16. Ariel is there, bench warmer. Oh, Travis the Cable Guy, probably not. <laughs> uh, fuck, Tim Moran is in there. Probably nice. not. Tim Moran, JLH Kids, Dave London. 135 week itch, probably correct. CVS Ron, that's the guy who hooked me up with the not Steve Miller, Drew Miller. Anyway, so yeah, full chat. You know who's not in chat today is Gramps. Mm. Gramps, let me know. I can actually read this to you real time for those. We who, miss you, Gramps. I won't be in chat tonight. I'll be going to bed early. I'll listen to the recorded show when it's up. Have a good one. I said, okay, I'll let everyone know. That's what I'm doing. When was that sent? Um, I don't know, five o'clock. 336. <laughs> He's that's really when, going to bed early. That's when he knew he'd be in bed. Yeah. Now, can we say that Gramps has made has made a life change? He's um Yeah, Gramps told me This is a big deal. Well, you know, I don't know if you know this, Robbie. I went over to see Dad on Saturday with my cousin Charlie. Yeah. You know, I like to go over at, my, at least once a week and see my dad, right? Um, and I took, uh, I took, uh, Charlie over there and he said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm quitting my job. So he has a job where he sells insurance to the people on the streets of Baltimore. Mm -hmm. That's been something he's been doing from home for now, I guess two years almost. And how long has he been working selling insurance total? Robbie might know. What is it, Robbie? 60 years. Um, we're going on, uh, more than that now. 60, 60 years? More, yes. He retired from one company after 50 years, Joe? Yeah, it was 50. And that was, that was been 11 or yeah, he's 79. 12. He's been doing it ever since he was, I guess he got out of the military. Maybe it isn't 60 years. It's close. All right. Well, I have an idea that I love that I'm sure Mac Bergson will love. What's that? And that probably you and Robbie will not. I think we need to throw a retirement party. He's already had like six of them. For what? He just, this is it. He just retired. This is it. It's done. He, I'm telling you, he had a retirement party when he left the union to go into management. He had a retirement oh, that party. Isn't, that's not a real retirement. You're retire retiring. He had a retirement when he, when he um, quit the company they had worked for for 45 years or whatever it was. They used to give him a ring. He wears it. Yeah. For that yeah. company. He had a retirement party then. Then he went right back and started selling insurance again. I mean, enough with these. He's not going back. Enough with the retirement parties. Okay. No, we got to invite. We'll invite some of the women that he's met along the way. You know. So all the women <laughs> in his life will be there. The, Mac will be there. The girl that wants to go to the prom, who's twenty-two years old or sure, fourteen right. or whatever how old she is. Let's let's do it. Uh, Mac says Gramp crushes it for sixty years. Joe <laughs> complains about eight weekends for the Ravens. It's not eight. <laughs> it's not eight weekends. By the 18. way, eighteen. It's not even eighteen. It's like it's preseason you too. Got preseason you're right. too, and they Sometimes didn't make playoffs. The, they didn't make the playoffs, but that's something that they also tend to do. So they made it three the three previous years. So. You remember when we used to 
joke that you, when you started doing pregame, you were the bad luck because they had a run of pretty much always being good, and then they well, had a run. Well, when I did postgame, but as soon as I did pregame, they've only made the playoffs since I started pregame. Well, back in the day, maybe it was postgame. It was postgame, yeah. Because they had some, like, I had never been on the broadcast team for postseason, and then the, and the Ravens have made the playoffs, which is hard to believe considering they make the playoffs almost every right. single year. So now I'm saying maybe it's me. It's my fault. Yeah, it might be the case. But anyway, it's not eight weekends. It's not eight weekends <laughs> by a long shot. It's 20, and it's most likely 21 or 22. But here's the thing. It's not. I so don't we're not going to have a retirement get-together at El Saltos or something? Sure, I'll do it. I'll do that. All right. Yeah. Is that what you want to do? I, Robbie? Sure, why not? All right. Okay. All right. We'll, make, we'll put it on the calendar. We'll, we'll discuss it um, after the show. I'll but, try to get Tawanda out for that. Okay, that'll be cool. Are we going to make it a Rob and Joe show event? I mean, who would you invite? Could Steve, come. Yeah, yes, of, yes, absolutely. They Steve got Miller, space? Drew Miller, Ariella, Tim. Oh, they can all come. Oh, if I have Ariella and Twan in the same room, that's a lot for me to handle. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think who else is local. Yeah, Drew that, and Steve would come down, I think. Yeah, Mac's gonna be tough, but it would. We'll even, fly we'll, Mac in. We'll, should we, should well, we how about we FaceTime in? Mac in? We'll FaceTime. I'll do that for sure. All right, but um, let me let me ask something. Um, more oh this is bench oh, you know what we said. should do guys what we should put together a video we'll have everybody send in their congratulations to Graham so we can put a montage together i think that's a great idea okay is that work that you're that you are owning oh, i'll have everybody will send me their videos but i'll have to put it all together are all right. we who, who are they sending it to your email yes does, does everybody have that because you have a t hard email don't you you want to just send it to me rob gmail.com yeah, they should, they can send it to you, and you can pull Rob it. at gmail dot com. So here's what Ben Schwarmer just said: How quickly would Gramps want to leave his own retirement party? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll have to have it early. He yes. and, and have it early, and we have to have it forty five minutes tops. And El Salto's would be great because he's now drinking. So my cousin Charlie and I went over there, and as you know, my father is just pounding. Um, he calls them smashes. Yeah, no, they're good. And he says I'm off smashes, and I'm <laughs> on to Corona. Good, yeah. And the reason Much he's lighter. Corona, he says he can just drink one Corona. Just when he says when he drinks a smash, he chain drinks them like a, like they're menthols, <laughs> right? And he says he drinks one, he just drinks the whole pack. Well, a smash like, is probably two and a half times the alcohol of that Corona. I don't know what Corona is, but smash is 10% alcohol. What's a, what's a Corona? It's like probably four, four okay. and a half. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, he said, um, and Drew Miller said, I'll bring some girls for you. What does that mean, Drew? You're going to bring some girls for him? <laughs> what does I that mean, mean that you're going to bring girls? take their clothes off professionally? No, Drew? thanks. Well, yeah. that's the age he likes, the, the age of Drew, the, the women that age. That's, that's Gramps' wheelhouse. Yeah, no, we'll definitely, <laughs> we can do that for sure. But, uh, and anybody and everybody's invited, we'll tell people where it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be at El Salto's. We'll give you the time. By the way, there's a tiny window. It's the window of when we get there. And then when Graham wants to leave. Okay, but if we do they have a separate room? I mean, if this is going to be a big thing, you know, we can't just walk in and need a table of 15. Let's dial it down a little bit. Let's I, see how look, let's see how many people want to come. You know what I mean? Okay, first of all, everybody is going to want to come. It's whether they can or not. Right, exactly. So if, if people say they want to come and we get commitments and CBS Ron and Travis the Cable Guy and new friend Dave, they all want to come, they're invited. Will Katie want to come? Deadbeat Ken just uh, just entered chat. He he wants to be there. <laughs> so um, good stuff on the. Speaking of the Patreon, there's a couple references right there. Shout out to Stewie who commented. My first, he's a new Patreon patron. My first bonus episode, and it was fantastic. Love all the inside baseball, funny stories, and even heartfelt heartfelt stuff these guys dive into. Thank you, Stewie. Very cool, Stewie. Um, here's another thing. If you're listening, and we get ourselves triple digits in terms of downloads to this mm -hmm. podcast. And I'm asking, I don't know that I've ever done that. We, we get never more than triple. We get four digits. What did I say? Triple. Uh, triple four digits. Triple Sorry, could apologies. be 100. Four digits. Four yeah. digits. I have, I'm holding up five yes. fingers. Good thing we're not on video. <laughs> we have four digits. So that means what we need, please, if you're listening to this episode, go and please download the Lock It Up podcast. You can, you can download it off 98online.com slash, slash podcast. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, every single way. 
I'm not telling you that you have to go and make every bet that we've predicted. I'm not even saying you have to listen to the entire episode. What I'm saying is, can you please, please download it? We just had a meeting. Rob and I did. Maybe it's something for Patreon. And they love the podcast. Yes. By uh, the way, it's only 30 minutes and it's funny. You know, it's, it's, we're, we're not just sure. sitting there getting into the weeds with sports stuff. It's funny back, back and forth. But our listenership is not the same as the Rob and Joe show. And I get it that not everybody, like Ariella, might not be interested in the sports gambling. Right. But, but her like, husband should be. He should be. So what, I, but what I'm asking is the Drew Millers, the Max, the Benchwarmers, the, uh, the fuck Tim Morans, the Travis the Cable guys. The Jeremy Woodworths. The Jeremy Woodworths, the CVS Rons. Everybody, please download the Lock It Up podcast. And tell your friends to. All right. So here's Max says, even though I don't really watch the NFL, I download it and listen five minutes so they can get credit. Thank you, Mac. That's Thank exactly you. what we are asking. Well, Mac, what you. sport do you want us to talk about? Because we're going to, you know. Yeah, is there any not, sport? NFL's over in a month, so we're going to get into new things. Yeah, whatever, Max, it down there is in Florida. Maybe it's High Lie. Maybe I think he's like a big soccer guy. Soccer, no yeah, problem. We're maybe not going to do high lie. Maybe it's dog racing. Whatever. Maybe it is. We'll break down some oh, dog racing. Oh, he likes racing. Formula One, but he also said EPL. What's that? That is... Um, European p- uh, Polo League? Yep, that's what it is. Interesting. Benchwarmer says hey, I listen. You really <laughs> no. Formula One's almost over too. Yeah, we can't even do that. Benchwarmer says I've listened to two episodes. I enjoy it. Great Benchwarmer. Continue Thank to you. download. I will tell you who isn't. So it's weird. I was just at my sister in law who was on this show, was it last week or two weeks ago? Our last episode, two weeks ago. Great episode. Great performance, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey killed it. It's her birthday. I don't know if it's her birthday today, but we were over there celebrating it. Yeah. And so um I said they Thanks said, for inviting me. They said, how's the podcast going? I said, it's going well, but we need, yes, uh, Drew Miller, you asked about college basketball. That'll be coming up for A lot sure. of March Madness yes, talk. Yes, a lot of March Madness talk. But um, um, they said, how's the podcast going? I go, well, you know, they're happy with it, which they are because yes. it's good. And we're, we're, it's a good product. And we're, yeah. we're, we're, predict- we're picking winners, everything they would want us to do. Um, but we need to, p- we need to um, pick up our listenership. And, and everybody in there, Kelsey's like, oh, I'll download it. And my brother-in-law, Ryan, goes, I'll download it. And, if, and my mother-in-law, Chris, I'll download it. Frank goes, I'm not downloading it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And then I go, I go, you're not going to download it. He goes, I promise you I'm not going to download it. I go, I promise you I'm going to talk about it. He goes, well, I promise you I'm not going to download it. He said, then I promise you that I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> so that's what this is. He let me know that he is not in support. Oh. Of that which uh, which I we're doing. Well, here's another Frank story that Katie told us yesterday. She went to the Ravens game, the Ravens Steelers game. It was you know 30 degrees, raining. It was a horrible time to be outside, and because of the fact that it was the Steelers, it was potentially Ben Roethlisberger's last game. It was horrible weather. It was sort of the perfect storm for Ravens fans to you know maybe sell their tickets to that didn't want to go. It, for, for there to be more Steelers fans there than normal. It makes sense. And there was. And there were some Steelers fans behind Katie and her mom and yeah. Frank. And as tradition is generally on third down when the Ravens are on defense, you know, they stand up. Right. You cheer the tr- on crowd the crowd gets louder. It's third noise, down. You so ramp it up. Difficult for the opposing team's quarterback to call it the plays. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a normal practice. Right. So... Katie's mom stands up, is cheering. The woman behind her, Steelers fan, says, hey, do you mind? Do you mind just staying seated? She goes, okay, I will. Then Frank says, no, no. No, this is what we do here. On third down, we stand up. Now, keep in mind, Frank was not standing up because it was too cold. He doesn't want to. But he wants to make sure that he isn't told what to do. Yes. So what happens is the next third down, Frank stands Mm-hmm. The next third down, Frank stands and he's like, ah, fuck it, I'm not saying anymore. <laughs> yes, that was it. <laughs> committed for two third downs and then said this is a pain <laughs> in the ass. <laughs> so maybe he'll, he'll, he'll download next week's Lock It Up instead of this one. Hello? There you go, Frank. Uh, we're feeling much better. We didn't do the show last week because you had, you had gotten sick and then uh, Tawana got sick and then I don't know where it came from, probably because it's in the air. And I'm then sure, I had gotten I'm sick. I'm sure it was COVID. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And I'm sure uh, I'm sure that I had a cold and I'm sure that I feel better now. Same with Tawana. Same with you. You know what? It's weird. I definitely feel better, but I'm still I'm still dragging. I've been dragging. Right. We, we just listened to a promo that we recorded on December 9th. 
and I sound the way I do now, congested. I've been congested for, today's the 10th, when we record this, of the following month. I've been congested for 32 days. Are you taking any congestion medication? So, Katie will get mad, because I, I'm one of these guys that's too lazy to take medicine. I need to do that. Yeah, it's really easy to take medicine. Well, here's my thing. The medicine that I really like to take is the shit that knocks me out. Yes. Well, they the have day it, and night versions of this. Right. And I like it, but the stuff that knocks me out also dries me out. So then I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm thirsty. You know what I mean? And I don't enjoy What that. are you taking? Just get Mucinex. That's what I go to. Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's quality. It's like 20 bucks. It's not cheap, but you, get a, you can get a day and night or just a night or just a day version. Yeah, Ari, that's that's Ari, the shit that music. All right, I'll do it. Ariella says in uh, chat, I'm still terrified of getting COVID. Yes, that's the fear porn that talking. That's you. You, getting shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't be because, first of all, you're going to get it. There's no way to. It's in the air. You, you can't. Everywhere you go, Ariella, there's air. So unless and, you're going to go underwater. And you have to breathe it. You have to breathe it. And you're also young, and you're also in shape. Yes. So it's you're not somebody who should be worried. No, no. And so is in your family is young and in shape. Now Drew Miller's a young guy, but he says put Vicks on your chest and under your nose, which is what somebody like Aunt Tish might have said. Well, that's quality stuff. Yeah, yeah, though. yeah. That's yeah, little vapo action. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, it's okay, Ariel. You'll be fine. St we still want you to come to the Gramps' goodbye yes. retirement. Yes, Not if you want to wear double masks, you, you can. <laughs> you can do that. Um, Bob Saget passed away. I uh, yeah. Give me your thoughts. Well, I'm not. I you know I never met him. I know people reach out to me and like ask me if I'm okay. I'm like I've never met the man. I was just at the comedy club up in Rochester with Keckner. We'll get to that in a second. And Bob Saget was on the upcoming calendar. So yeah, he, he did he a show. Yeah, like the day before, right? I mean, I guess. Yeah. Do they know the cause of death yet? Is it a heart attack? I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but I don't think any announcements been made on that. It's definitely sad when you're still out there touring and doing what you love. Of course, and then the yeah. Next day you're dead. You know, it's interesting because this that death, and maybe it's because he was young. He's only sixty five years old. Yeah. But that seemed to be something that hit the hardest out of the recent deaths, right? People really, and I think it's because he was like, not in the Bill Cosby sense, but America's dad in, to some degree, right? Because he was on Full House. Katie grew up watching Full House. Right. She's in her 30s, mm -hmm. right? America's Funniest Home Videos. My kids watch that. Massive so, show. So this guy was on two top five shows or whatever. So all of... The people watching television, not all, but this giant chunk of people knew him and yes. knew him as part of their regular routine. And so and then I remember there was this I, renaissance of some sort when some sort when um, what was that movie called? The Aristocrats. That was, it was what it yes. was called, where they told this joke and Bob Saget told this. And the idea is this joke just gets worse and worse and filthier and filthier. But the idea that he would tell a joke like that. You know, it'd be like I'm trying to think of a, a parallel, but basically, since he was in your living room wholesomely for you know right. a decade or whatever, and now all of a sudden you're hearing this filth come out of his mouth, that appealed to people. But that was actually his sense of humor, sure, the right. dirty stuff, yeah. right? And that appealed to people, and because of that, he had this renaissance. And so then he directed. Uh, he was friends with Norm Macdonald, and he directed Norm Macdonald's movie Dirty Work. Yep, and that got him another group of fans and then he would go out and he would tour and i'm sure he was a capable comic for sure right yeah Just a lot of a lot yeah. of really good comics you know had some nice things to say david tell and so you know he had an amazing career <laughs> for sure man yeah um all right let me see what should we get into the k yeah, we'll get into the keckner stuff so hold on real quick i'm reading all this stuff mm -hmm. here okay uh you do, uh, you do you, Ariel. I generally do not get my medical advice from the Robin Joe show. Well, what's the advice? We're not providing advice, are we? I. Well, where do you? Okay. Well, I, it's hot. It's it's cold in Alaska. Then uh, do you what, not believe us? Because we're not meteorologists. Who's saying that? There's no. That's that's uh, the entire data of the entire world. Every expert has said that. It's like it's. So here we go. Um, Matt, uh, 135 weekend says, I only follow Robin Joe show for medical advice. Um, <laughs> and then it's uh, not our medical advice. It's us reading the medical advice of the CDC, of everyone on CNN, the New York Times, MSNBC, Fox News, Today Show, Jake Tapper, everybody. 
uh, Dirty Work is one of the best. It's cult, a mild variant. Cult classics. Yeah, if we're talking about Omicron, it is yes. definitely nothing to worry about. And it's also highly contagious. You're going to get it. Yes. So let's yes. come on. It, let's. We could be wrong. The entire data that the world has collected could be wrong. It could be a mass conspiracy to try to kill Ariel. But we don't. We don't. We believe in science, not conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I can't read the last thing that a uh, bench warmer just said. But what did uh, he say? Was it well? It, it, there is a uh, Bob Saget is it, this is him, oh. but he had a, a, a cocaine a, a addiction and he was a, a a big cocaine user, I guess, before he got himself clean. Right. And clearly, that might have lent itself to any heart condition that you know yep. happened later on in life. So, that wait, wait no, no, hold on. You're, we can't give medical advice. <laughs> so we can't even say disregard that. that cocaine. It may be good for you. We're not, <laughs> we're not doctors. We're not scientists. So do not listen to that because mm-hmm. we are not experts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, the, the flu doesn't kill usually healthy people. I can't say that. Sorry. Sorry. No. No. A paper cut usually don't bleed to death. Can we say that? Or is that we're not a doctor? Where's the line? Okay. David Keckner. I had about five people reach out to me and ask me if I'm okay because he got a DUI on New Year's Eve day. Yeah, and and people said something to me because of your relationship yes. with them. And, and, and by the way, if you listen to our Patreon episode, I will tell you that our friend Tim took great joy in the fact that Dave <laughs> Keckner um, had, um, I guess, a, a DUI. Um, but... It was covered by TMZ. It was a huge story. I saw his mug shot. He looked mm-hmm. pissed and all People that stuff. magazine. Yeah. Yeah. It actually had a couple another you know, a couple of days later there was a whole other round of stories involving custody with the kids and stuff and his wife. So I uh I mean he he broke it all down for me. I'm not gonna give all the information, but he definitely right. is not making light of it and feels bad about it and is is uh this is all public knowledge too, you know, going to AA meetings and stuff. Literally went to one while we were um, you know, Get in himself. Rochester. Right. Did you go with him? I could have. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I could have, though. The, the guy that uh, the club owner went uh, went with him, he, he drove him there and then ended up sitting in on it and said I it was. I thought you were going to be his new sponsor. Well, yeah. it's funny because, you know, I. Rob is here drinking a twisted yeah. tea as we speak. So. <laughs> I, I posted, you know, about being with him and poor people made jokes like, are you going to be his designated driver? And I said, no one's ever asked me to be their designated no, driver. That's never the, a sentence that I've read before. You're the worst person to have for that. But how did he get around? Did he Uber everywhere? Lyft? Did he have a driver? How did he get what around? What do you mean get around? We don't where do we go? He, I mean We had to go to the AA meeting. Well that's I just said the owner uh, yeah, drove him there. Said, yeah. Okay. So we didn't Sorry I didn't know it would annoy you. It's to ask okay. How he got All right. Well wait a minute I'm not a driving expert. I can't Bench talk warmer about. real quick said uh <laughs> was the AA meeting at the TGI Fridays? <laughs> it was not no, uh, I don't know bar and have an A. I don't know where it was at, um, but it's uh, Marianne Sirk, our friend from Ninety Eight Rock, is from Rochester, and she's friends with the owner and the guy that works there. So it was cool to to get to know them because she apparently spoke highly of me. So that was good. Oh, that's cool. I actually yeah. texted our exchange to Marianne because. You said that they were really cool and that they're good friends with Marianne. And I said, do they love thrifting? Because <laughs> uh, Marianne loves to thrift. Yes. And uh, Rob replied, the whole town loves thrifting. Yes. So I sent yeah. that on to Marianne to let her know that uh, we're thinking about her and her love of thrifting. But it was good shows. It was, you know, he came out and sort of talked about, you know, acknowledged it. And, you know, but he's definitely stressed about, you know, affecting his work and, you know, having... Mothers Against Drunk Driving, reaching out to him, calling him the asshole of the week and stuff. Oh, and, come and, you on, know, And he man. did know, he, he, part of him was like, wow, I didn't realize I was this famous. But Yeah, that's good, yeah. right? But I, I'll say, God, man, they're before the grace of God, right? I mean, that sucks because, you know, let people make it right. Right. You know, let people redeem themselves. You know, if he gets another one or if he's uh, um, not, uh, what's the word, Contr- con- if he doesn't show contrition. Right. I get that, but just to say, fuck you, you know what I mean? By the way, how many people that are telling him to fuck off have driven drunk? Well, I can't say anything for sure, so. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. at one point, maybe we people have made bad decisions, right? And some good people have, and hopefully you never have. That's great. But God, just to tell to call somebody publicly a, an asshole. And then oh, they, I hate that. They, fr- they say hit and run, but 
He hit a street sign. He didn't hit a car or a person. <laughs> not, not that that's okay. No, it, it, but, it is But okay. it's different than it hitting okay. somebody and then they could be hurt and you keep going. What do you do? Do you right. sit there next to the yield <laughs> sign or whatever? Do you sit there next to the the deer crossing? What do you do? Call 911? Some people say, love signs. On. They love street signs. You can obviously signs. go back and say, mm-hmm. hey, letting you know I hit a sign. Okay, mm-hmm. Yeah, please. Whatever. But we had some really good shows. That club had been closed for a while because of COVID. So they had good numbers. You know, particularly the Saturday early show was sold out. Oh, hell yeah. And I just, I, you know, people were cool because I, I said welcome to the biggest super spreader event. And they all laughed. They're all cool with it. Everyone's just like, yeah. And we're that's just. in New York, too. Exactly. And their attitude is much different than some of the other states. How, how did that work? They seem to be uh, just, look, the attitude of most people are, we're just going to learn to live with it because that's the reality. That's that's like 80 percent of the country. Right. Then there's the few outliers that, you know, the woman that put her son in the trunk because he she thought he had covid and drove him to the hospital. <laughs> there are those people. <laughs> yes. But for the most part, when people come out there, you know, you have to wear a mask when you're standing up when you're sure. so and people are following the rules and they're just doing what they have to do. And then when they sit down, they drink, they have a good time, they laugh when they go up to leave, they put their mask on and then everybody goes about their business. Yeah. No, it was it was great shows. And I see if you can I already told this line to you, Joe, but let me see if you guys you can guess the joke that I said. Now, you, you know, Robbie, you know, listening that I do the same thing that Joe, the celebrity you want to have sex with the hall pass. Right. Yep. And and I've said the most num- the number one answer that for the man is Jennifer Aniston, which that happened again. And I always say she'll never have sex with you. She won't even be your friend. <laughs> right. Well, this time the guy says Gwen Stefani. And I said, what? Give give Robbie an opportunity to guess what you said. Yes. There is no doubt. She won't. <laughs> fuck you. It, ex- exactly. It. Yes. Nicely done, right. Robbie. So big. It's a big pop. So well done, Robbie. Good job. Can I tell you something about No Doubt? Robbie, will, he, Robbie won't remember the story until I start to tell it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what story I'm going to tell, Robbie? I'm not sure. Okay. There. Tell me, say when, when you realize the story I'm going to tell. Okay. Because Robbie might not even remember this. They have a song called Spiderweb. You know, after every show, they were playing the same playlist. It was a good playlist. The first song was Spiderweb. The second song was Creep. Okay. By, uh, you, and Robbie loves creepy. Do you yeah. know where I'm going yet, Robbie? Nope. Okay. In that song, she says, I screen my phone calls. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I'm going yet, Robbie? Mm, starting to sound familiar. So Robbie thought that the song said, I scream my balls off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then when he found out that she said, I scream my phone calls, he didn't like it anymore. <laughs> That's Robbie's story. Well, I still like it, Robbie. I, I liked it l- a lot less. Okay. A lot less. A lot less. And she said she screams her ball. Which, by the way, no matter who calls, I scream my phone call. Is that what they say? No matter who calls, I scream my phone calls. Is that the line? Look that Maybe. up, Robbie, because uh, it has to make sense. Yeah. You can't say no matter who calls, I scream my balls off. What does that even mean? <laughs> I think when Burt Kreischer was on the Kelly Clarkson show, right? He talked about how her songs are good running songs because they start slow and then get fast. Okay. And then Gwen Stefani's song, he said that was his voicemail, that line from Spiderwebs. Something like, yeah. Okay, here we go. Robbie, roll, scroll down. We got to see it. Uh, what do they say? Leave a message and I'll call you back. Yeah, that was Bert No, Kreischer's Robbie, you got to get to the screen my phone calls part. What do you mean it's right there? That's, we just talked about screen my phone calls. Here it is. <laughs> right. No matter who calls. That is what they say. Right. Robbie goes, it's right there. He's not at the screen my phone <laughs> calls part. <laughs> yes, here's what it says. And it's all your fault. I screen my phone calls. No matter who calls, I got to screen. This says screen my phone calls. Maybe they do say That's screen. That's just a typo. Oh, is that right? All right. But yeah, but it's not scream. So what Robbie wanted it to say was, and it's all your fault. I scream my balls off. No matter who calls, <laughs> I scream my balls off. I'm walking. That makes gotta make sense. I'm walking yeah. in a spider web. <laughs> so, for years I've been trying to get Keckner to tell this. Now he's told this before on stage. There was this show on Comedy Central. I forget who hosted it, but it was a storytelling show where comics would just tell true stories. He told it on that, but he never really tells it on stage. And I I told him he should tell it because it's got a lot of good celebrity name dropping. Right. Not organically, not 
trying to drop names. Sure, but, yeah, because it's in there, and it's you told me it's about the uh, Dukes of Hazard. Exactly, movie. and like he realized, oh, I guess I can tell that now by saying I should have known that I hit rock bottom when this happened regarding not drinking. Okay. That, that should have been my rock bottom. And essentially, the story is that he's shooting Dukes of Hazard movie. He plays Cooter. Jessica big, Simpson is movie. Daisy Duke. Yes. Sure, Johnny Knoxville. Who is the other guy? The guy from American Pie, Stifler. Wasn't that the other? Wasn't that the other Duke brother? I think maybe you're right. Yeah. So he goes out drinking to Hooters with this guy M.C. Ganey. You've seen him. He's in Con Air. I think he's in Django. Yeah, that guy's in everything. Right. If you see, it's M. C. Ganey. You've seen him a million times. They go to Hooters. They're going back to their room. Johnny Knoxville and the gang are at this bar. They tell him to come on in. They uh, have some Irish car bombs. They get pretty hammered. Keckner goes outside to call his, you know, tuck his kids to bed. He has to pee. He pees outside. Cop sees him, gives him a ticket. Okay. He's like, fine. He says, you have to come back to court in three months. Uh. He's like, what? I don't want to have to. It's Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I don't want to have to fly back here. Come on. Can I just pay the thing? I'm guilty. Do they know who he is? I guess they don't. I, I don't know. Then he goes inside is complaining to the table, the group, that he has to come back for court. Johnny Knoxville says, hey, why don't you go outside and take a shit on the hood of that cop car? Okay. <laughs> he goes outside. MC Ganey's like, stop, stop, Kector. Just go to bed. Goes back to his hotel room. Middle of the night, door opens, hotel room. It's a couple cops. They're like, we know what you did. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is the peeing thing. I'm, I already got the ticket. They take him down to the station. They're interrogating him. He's like, I really don't understand. I peed outside. Is it that big of a deal? They call the bar. They call the waitress that works at the bar and said, what happened? She goes, I overheard him saying he was going to take a shit on the hood of the cop car. Okay. They go, did you see him do that? She goes, no, I just heard him talking about it. You sure you didn't see? Like, no. They go, okay. They let him go. Fast forward a week. He's doing his first scene with Jessica Simpson, who he's never met. He doesn't know her. They're doing a little small talk. She's not, won't look at him, won't make any small talk. She's cold to him. Very cold. <laughs> he goes, whatever, okay. Fast forward, six months. Dax Shepard calls him. Dax Shepard is doing a movie with Jessica Simpson. Dax is like, what the fuck happened, Keckner in Baton Rouge? She's like, what are you talking about? I peed outside, I got drunk. Goes, no, no, Jessica Simpson told me that you got arrested for a DUI and shit your pants in the back of the car. <laughs> That's how far it came. Right. So it's a funny story. It's, you know, got fucking drunk humor, shitting your shitting humor, cops, got good name dropping. And so I'm glad he's finally incorporating that into the set because try to make a positive out of this DUI. For sure. Let me give you the cast of, uh, of Dukes of Hazard. Mm -hmm. You got yourself uh, Bo Duke, Sean William Scott. That's, That's the guy. Stifler. Yeah. You got Johnny Knoxville as Luke Duke. Daisy Duke, of course, as you mentioned, Jessica Simpson. Let's keep going. You already said, how about race car driver A.J. Foyt is in it. Burt Reynolds. Is that a big enough thing? Yeah. He plays Boss Hogg. You mentioned Roscoe P. Coltrane. That's MC Ganey. Yeah. How about Willie Nelson plays Uncle Jesse Duke? <laughs> and of course, David Koechner is Cooter. You know what Cooter's last name is? Rob, you want to take a guess? You can see no, it, though. No clue. Davenport. <laughs> you know, that's Cooter. a pretty good cast. Cooter. Yeah, it's a great cast. Are you kidding me? Burt Reynolds, Jessica Simpson, Willie Nelson. Yeah. They're, they're, it's A-lister after A-lister. Yeah, yes. I would say that is... You know, it's not Ocean's Eleven, but no, it's but pretty it's, good. Oh, it's a great cast. Yeah. Absolutely. I never saw that movie. Um, yeah, it didn't do super <laughs> well. Let's take a look at its Me Rotten either. Tomatoes I wasn't score. a fan of the show, so. All right. Well, let's take, oh, you didn't like the General Lee with a big uh, <laughs> with a, a Confederate flag I, on it? When I lived in Griffinsburg near Culpeper, there was that bar where they have the General Lee. It's owned by one of the cast of the show. That's it. That's the end of that story. <laughs> yeah, it was Tell like, it on stage, Robbie. It was just down the road from me. I never went, never went to the place. I think it was so, called Cooters. I think the place was called Cooters. That makes sense. All right. Well, here's how it did. How, how do you feel about a 14% on Ooh, Rotten Tomatoes? not good. Yeah, not that great. So, um, uh, Rob, we're going to take a break here, but you actually have another story, mm. which I find fascinating, about a couple that you met. I guess you were alone at the bar because I guess David Kector couldn't come with you. I was. Be right back. Rob and Joe Show.
Hey, it's Justin from the 98 Rock Morning Show and proud Rob and Joe Patreon subscriber. Might I say the only member of their friend circle that is, but it's okay, Eric. It's okay, Tommy. I know times are tough. Listen, you got to subscribe. They reveal behind the scenes extremely personal information that they can't put on the free show because it would destroy friendships, cost people jobs, get people deported, dirt on celebrities that they encounter. And as a Rob and Joe Patreon subscriber, you're in a circle of trust. This is content they don't want repeated outside of the bonus show. So don't fuck them. Keep it on the bonus show. Don't repeat what you hear. Their Patreon helps support all their endeavors, so if you're a fan, give what you can. Get some great content in return, and please pledge what you can afford, but subscriptions just start at $5 for all that extra juicy content. Me, I'm a $10 subscriber, and it's worth every last filthy penny. You're going to have access to all the bonus shows going back five years, plus all the pre-Mike O'Mara Network classic episodes and some other random gems only available to subscribers of the Rob and Joe Patreon. Subscribe today, you cheap pricks. The Rob and Joe Show. Shout out to uh, to Mark, the owner of Comedy at the Carlson. Really nice club. Uh, great venue, great staff, green room. And he, he makes the point, he says, I want to make this a club that headliners want to come back to. I'm going to put you in a really nice hotel. So since I'm with Keckner, I'm in that nice hotel, the Strathallen. And, you know, we've all been to many a hotel and many a hotel bar. But generally, in my experience, a hotel bar is full of people that are staying at the hotel. Sure. This is a hotel bar, partly because it's a good bar and a good restaurant, and partly because of the location, is, I would say, more locals than hotel bar people. Oh, give me a, give me a bar that it most resembles. Um, Can you think of one? Uh, well, it's nice looking bar. I mean, it's it's fancy, but it's I, I don't know. I couldn't say who it, what, where it resembles. Right. It look it looks like a hotel bar, but it's nice and it gets a lot of locals and it's got really like twice. I ordered Brussels sprouts with lime and honey and, and chili and it was delicious as like a bar snack. So nice. I go there the first night and I meet a couple locals. We're shooting the shit. We're having a good time. Meet the bartenders. They're cool. Every host is, is like a 10 somehow. So I go back. I skip Friday night. I'm being good. I go back Saturday night. I'm at the bar. There's no one to my left, no one to my right. A guy and a girl come in. I go, oh, are you guys together? I can, you know, I can move over. Nice. And they go, yeah. They go, that's nice of you. She introduces herself. He introduces himself. So we're sort of talking a little bit. Okay. Are they friendly? Are they? No, they're friendly. They seem cool. Uh, Somehow we got into guessing ages. Okay. She put me at 42. I was happy about that. I scoped, uh, I looked her up and down. I said 29, nailed it. Got it perfectly right. You don't want to do that, though. You want to guess younger. No, but but if you get it exactly right, I think you get you win. Don't they want to look younger than their age? Well, that's why I say, I always say 29 if they're any, anywhere be, between 38 and younger. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. understood. So I get to talking to him. She starts talking to the guy to her left. I get to talking to him. I assume they're both locals because that just seems to be the vibe. He goes, he's an Uber driver. And that he, that was his last ride of the night, her. Where passenger. Was she, I wonder where she was going, because they ended up at a bar, but obviously she said, I need to go somewhere. She was can't. staying at the hotel. Okay. Got, ooh, yes. All right. Okay. So. That could be promising. He's dropping her off at the hotel where she's staying. And she says, why don't you come in and have a drink? Yes. He goes to pay for the drink. She goes, no, I got this. So I'm thinking. Maybe uh, she didn't want there to be an expectation. Who knows? Okay. Why did she invite him? So anyway, I'm thinking this is good for him. Fuck yeah, it's good for him. I got to talk to him a little more. There's He's, a bed, you know, three floors up. Exactly. Right? She said, what? yeah, okay. Now, was he doing a good job? Was he charming? Was he being funny? Was he, or were you doing all the heavy lifting? I was doing him? the heavy lifting, and then I noticed he was getting a little, like, unsure of what was happening because she was talking to the guy to her left, <laughs> which as far as we know is a stranger. Because, you know, we, they just came together. So he's picking up on that. Me and him get to talk. And next thing I know, a guy from the other end of the bar walks by as if he's walking to leave. He sees her. They're very up close. They start making out. Seriously? Yes. Wow. So now he's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, dude. But, you know. So this guy, she said, now here, it's a little on him. He needed to be aggressive, right? More, right. Probably more aggressive. Spend less time on Rob, more time on 29-year-old. Well, what's year old. funny is I feel like you would have helped, but you probably hurt. I was there to help. I know. I know. Right. I'm not blaming you, but 
first of all, you were probably occupying some of his time, which would have been dedicated to her. He would have had nobody to talk to. But I tried to involve her. I tried to play my rapid fire question kept, game, and, and then she, she kept, kept going away. Right. She like now was the other guy don't, to the guy to her left. Was he better looking than this guy? But I didn't. I, I could never see that guy. It's the guy she made out with was a different guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who, who was the better? guy she made out with was better looking. Yeah. That. So yes. that's it. She was just. She wanted right. to get laid is what she wanted to do. And she's like, all right, well, I'll ha I'll do this Uber driver unless something better. Comes right. Along. And something better came along. And next thing you know, they went up to the room and the rest is history. Man, and that guy was stuck with me. Did you mention it? To, did you talk it through with him? I tried to convince him to give her a one star as a writer. No, no. I, oh, I got to so say, were you guys laughing about it? Was I was it? laughing. I think he legitimately thought he was going to get laid that night. Well, and why would he talking have thought to that? Because she was there to have sex yes, with somebody. And, absolutely. And it, it was going to be him. Right. And then it just something better came along. So maybe my me being nice about moving over hurt him. So I'm trying to think about Because what if he she sits down and he just stands over her? Is that better? Well, it's better for him mm -hmm. if he doesn't have anybody else to talk to. That doesn't mean she wouldn't have, she obviously didn't mind she didn't mind the fact that she was just gonna choose another guy over him. That didn't that did that didn't bother her. So that means that she may very well have just started talking to somebody else. That may very well right. have been true. Um, but I'm like I'm trying to think if it's me. I'm the Uber driver. I bring this girl. She says, "Hey, do you want to come in for a drink?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to come in for a drink." Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I make it kind of clear that yes, I'm on board for whatever's going. Yeah, let's do this, right? Of course. But I'm also not going to allow that to happen. Like I'm going to be. Well, how do you stop it? Well, I'm going to be over the top. I'm going to be. You know, I'm going to involve her. I'm going to. You know. And if she starts talking, I go, "What's going? On? What are you doing?" <laughs> like I would. You know what I mean? Even kind of make a joke out of it. Yeah. What's going? on? I thought. What am I doing? Do should I go try to? Should I go try to find somebody else? You know, I I would try to be funny. He about should have it, done that. But he didn't, and as a result, he got to meet you, and now <laughs> he's getting talked about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, it does suck. But sorry, dude. But you know, Benchwarmer says it sounds like this guy was boring her. Was he not interesting? Um, but you were there to make it right. Yeah. So uh, she, if this guy had, if she had any interest in this guy, you would have helped. But since she didn't, you helped her go find somebody else. Okay. Well, you, yes, but he isn't like some great looking guy. So he had to have been interesting in the Uber ride, the car ride, right? For her to invite him in. Yeah. So he had to have done something. Was he ugly? No, no, no. He wasn't. At the he, time, he, he was, was you or I, Joe. He was just some hey, decent. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. When she was in the Uber, he was the only guy in her line of sight. Then she goes in a bar, and there's a lot of other guys in her line of sight. That's all it was. <laughs> but she knew going in the bar there would be other guys there. Yeah, yeah. there's half the people in the world are guys. Yeah. And she said, I got one on the hook. And in a bar, no, I got that, but usually women don't behave that way. That's usually the way guys behave. No. Not these 29-year-olds. She was a unicorn. So Robbie pulls up uh, Cooters in, what is that, in Luray? Is that where Luray Caverns is, mm -hmm. Robbie? Yes. Okay, Cooters is kind of huge. It looks like the double deuce. Hey, Robbie pulled up a picture. I assume this is uh, their pub uh, stock you know, publicity photo. Or whatever. I'm telling you, every single car outside is a truck. Now, I believe, Robbie, in this picture, the General Lee is out front. Yes, is the General Lee is, a, is an attraction there. You can, is it the real General Lee? I have no idea. Yeah. What's the Mount Rushmore of uh, TV vehicles? Kit. Kit, yes, the General Lee. Yeah. All right, let's think. Is there Batmobile. some? Batmobile. Oh, Batmobile yes. huge. Are we counting a motorcycle? <coughs> Excuse me, a motorcycle? Who's motorcycle? Fonzie's? Mm, yeah, maybe. Uh, no, I wouldn't count that. So so the three we have so far, Robbie, what are we missing? Robbie's going to think of one. What about my mother, the car? Wasn't the car <laughs> an actual person? <laughs> that, show was on, that show got canceled after a season. I don't what about Car 54, Where Are You? Maybe. I'm trying to think if there's any other car that had, like, you know, um, special, you know. Yeah, you some spikes. powers. Yeah, now we have the Batmobile already. There was a lot of cartoon cars back in the day, Saturday morning. Like Speed Racer, Speed oh, Buggy. Yes. Speed Racer, that's a good one. The Mach 5. Yeah, the Mach 5. I actually saw the uh, Speed Racer in the movie theater. You know who made, you know who, who directed, wrote the and directed? Wachowskis. Yeah, the sisters. Is there some sort of 
Hearst or something, and like Adam's family or something. Oh yeah, the the uh, Munsters car. The, okay, uh, is that it? We couldn't think of it. Somebody's yeah. gonna say, "Let me check out it Chad," because they'll they'll tell. Oh, us. what about the Beverly Hillbillies car? <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's just from the. I mean you know. So here we we got oh, team van. That's a good one. Max Ooh, had mag- team van. Yeah. yeah, Max had Magnum's Ferrari. I, I don't know, but yeah, Knight Rider. That's, that's Kit, pretty good. Bench warmer. Yeah, we had that one for sure. So let me, let me tell, while we're thinking of that, let me tell some a Dukes of Hazard story. Let me see if Robbie remembers this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, Drew Miller said Beverly Hillbilly's car. It was actually a truck filled with yeah. crap. But I remember, um, oh, yeah, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, yeah. they're Gran Torino. That, yeah. That, yeah, the, That's Max, the one I was trying to think okay. of. Max correct about that. So I remember when... We, we used to go, Robbie and I used to go to um, West Virginia. We used to have to go three times a year. Mm-hmm. My father, I've told this story too, but my, there was, you know, there's no GPS. So my father thought he was going the fastest way, and then one day he realized he, he, there was a two-hour short. <laughs> he cut two hours <laughs> off his drive. Do you remember that, Robbie? Yeah, it was, it was more like an hour and a half, but yeah. That's, That's a okay. big difference. An hour and a half? Yeah. I said two hours, Robbie corrects me. It's the most <laughs> Robbie thing ever. Anyway, yeah. So You're trying to be real. So funny. Anyway, but uh, I remember going there, and we were going to do something, and, and they are like, well, we can't go out because the Dukes of Hazard are on tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we didn't watch the Dukes of Hazard, but they... Appointment television. Exactly. No they, VCR. They had, oh, Herbie the Love Bug is right. No, but that's, that's but those are movies. Movie, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, Drew. No. But anyway, we had to stay in and watch the Dukes of Hazard. And, and, you, I didn't, rem- and you didn't watch it. I watched it. But I mean, it wasn't one of your regular. It was shows. not one of my so regular shows. It was mine. Shows. Yeah, and I remember the one. It was a cliffhanger. Oh, where they were jumping over some lake or whatever. Are they going to make it? It started. It stopped yeah. in the middle. Yeah, and then they made it over. And the thing that I remember the most. This is I'll never forget this. My cousin Bob. He went by Bobby Joe. He said to me, "He goes, man. People say man can't live on bread alone, but they don't know what they're talking about. What was he eating when he said that?" This is Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe. What was he eating when he <laughs> I said? I don't know the answer. He was eating um, a donut. He was eating. Robbie, you want to take a guess what he was eating? A pepperoni roll. No, I, I never forgot this because I'm like, what? <laughs> um, he was eating Wonder Bread with butter on it. Oh. <laughs> and that was delicious yeah. enough to him that he thought that he could survive exclusively on that. I mean, I do love bread. I like bread and butter, but yeah, you know, this is you want a little more. a little bit, yeah, for sure. The other show that was really big in West Virginia was The Waltons, Rob. Yeah, I bet. Well, we watched those the Waltons. are big everywhere. Yeah, we watched The Waltons. Little shows House we, on the Prairie. We didn't watch Little House on the Prairie. We did watch The Waltons. I'll tell you the shows we watched when we were growing up that were on at night. Has Ariel heard of any of these shows other than The Dukes of Hazard? No. We watched. Uh, we of course we watched um, Happy Days in Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. We watched both of those shows. See, I never really watched those. We watched MASH. My all mom watched family. that. We watched All in the Family. What else did we watch? Oh, the Jeffersons. Oh, we watched the Jeffersons. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Robbie, but the Mary Tyler Moore show was on during the day by the time. That doesn't count because it wasn't on at night when Robbie and I, same with All in the Family. I, maybe we did watch All in the Family at night, but Mary Tyler Moore we watched during the day. It was already in reruns when I was old enough to even kind of remember. What was Gramps' favorite show? Was he a George oh, Jefferson let me tell you guy? I know. God, I know. I've told this story, and Mac's going to go crazy. And Mac <laughs> even said, Joe should not be allowed to speak at Graham's retirement um, party. <laughs> we agree on that okay. point. So this is what Robbie will tell you. Uh, Gramps used to watch political shows. McLaughlin Group. No, we've talked about it on here. Agronsky and Company. That's what he watched. Yes. And so Robbie and I would just have to sit there, and he would watch Meet the Press at Agronsky and Company. He would watch all these. And, of course... You know, we're little kids and we're just sitting there, you right. know, with nothing to do. It's if a, he repeated something he heard on Meet the Press, would somebody say they wouldn't listen to him because he's not an expert? <laughs> no, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> Unless he sent us out to write leaves, then we had something to do. Yeah. Well, it is so funny because I remember when my kids were growing up, they ruled the TV. And I remember thinking, who knows who's right, mm-hmm. right? Who knows what's right? But I remember... I'd have to sit down there while while a company was on. I didn't <laughs> I didn't have the luxury of telling my father we couldn't watch. Um, so Mac c- corrected me at Gronskin Company. It was on Saturday night, not Sunday, as Joe had said. So that may very well be right, <laughs> but I will say Saturday night when I was a child, yeah, 
I'd like to watch TV. Okay, <laughs> right. so enough, Mac. All right, <laughs> I'd like to watch television. But when my kids were growing up, we had Nickelodeon on all the time. I didn't say tough shit. You have to watch this basketball game. No, right. I would have to sit there and watch the Fairly Odd Parents. I would have to watch Timmy Turner and 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 Jimmy Neutron, and I would have to watch SpongeBob, and I would have to do those things. But that wasn't my. I'd have to watch political. You think any of that soaked in or sunk in? No. I was a child. And it did it ever occur to you to watch what you wanted to and not have your kids watch? Because I just think that would, just the times were different. It, but you yeah. probably never made a conscious decision. Oh, God, there's a million times that think. But here's the other thing. It's like, I, I'm telling you, it doesn't make me a better person. Right. But it never would have occurred to me to have a political show on when my kids <laughs> were sitting there with nothing else to do. It never ever well, and 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 by the way, Mac just said I watched too much. I spent too much time watching Dude Perfect. My nephews watch Dude Perfect. Yeah, you know now also the world's a little different because they have laptops and they can watch videos and sure. they can do those things. But when I when my kids and there were no laptops when my kids were growing mm-hmm. up, I didn't watch. You know, uh, uh, I didn't watch the news. All right, well let's wrap this up with something I know you watched. Go ahead, uh, and that's. Baltimore Orioles games. Yeah. And if you haven't heard the big news, 98 Rock, our station, is the flagship station of the Ravens. And now it will be, starting this season, the flagship station of the Baltimore Orioles. Your favorite team of all time, right? My favorite team of all time is the Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. I um, So, in 1979, the Orioles made the World Series. Uh-huh. Okay? I was 10 years old. Okay? That's how old I was. So, that's a really impressionable time. And at that point, I was excited because the whole community was excited. Of course. Right? And I got excited, and I started watching the Orioles, and the next year I collected baseball cards, mm-hmm. 1980. And the Orioles won 100 games in 1980, okay? They didn't make the playoffs <laughs> because there was Different only, times. only two teams right. made it. The Yankees won 103. The next year was the strike season. The next season, 1982, is when the Orioles played the last game of the season. They were tied. Now, before the last game of the season, they were four games, I'm sorry, three games back. Uh-huh. And they had to win three consecutive games to be tied on the last day. Now, my father bought tickets because Robbie and I had this point system. We talked about that already. Yeah. And I got to go to the Orioles game. But that Orioles game could have meant nothing. You right. You know what I'm saying? All they had to do was win any game prior to that, <laughs> and then I met a meaningless game. But instead, I met this huge game. It's Cal Ripken's rookie year. Yeah. Okay. He wins rookie of the year. Um, and they're playing on the last day. What is that? They're playing on the last day of the season to go to the playoffs. Pitching Hall of Famer Jim Palmer for the Orioles, Hall of Famer Don Sutton for the Brewers. That's who's pitching. Yeah. Now, they end up losing. Um, what are you playing? Something <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I know all the words to this Every song for sure. But anyway, the point is, is that I was at that game, and there was a sign out in the outfield. Turn that off, Robbie. That <laughs> there was a, there was a. Will you sing that for ninety eight rock now? That sure, I will. Yeah. There, well, it's funny because you know I made a because because Josh used to sing that song. Yeah. And I made a suggestion that he sang the Ravens fight song, and he's done that. Nice. So he'll probably go back to singing that song. But anyway, the point is, is that they end up losing that game, but. Whenever there was a rain delay, they would show the highlights from that season because it was such a cool story, the way that it worked. John T-Bone Shelby threw a guy out at home plate to win one of the games. All this crazy Joe's stuff. Joe's lighting up right now, folks. But that last game, there uh-huh. was a sign on the outfield that said, Rip One Cow, and above that sign is a little kid wearing a blue sweat, sweat jacket, and it's me. <laughs> and I was on all the videos. So if you go back oh, even now cool. and watch it, you can see me and all the because they always show that sign. How do we? Have we never seen this, Rob? Well, I can just pull it up on YouTube and just a 1982 final game Orioles Brewers. It'll be there, and they'll show the Rip One Cow and I'm there. Now it's fuzzy as hell, but I'm blonde and I'm a little kid. Right. And, you know, at that point I was probably like 12 years old or something like that. But anyway, the next year the Orioles won the World Series, and that's I remember the last. That. Yeah. Max says, "Did that kid have a weak chin?" Damn right, that kid <laughs> had a weak chin. But um, that the next year the Orioles won the. Uh, World Series. I so, remember. Yeah. I was I was an Orioles fan back then. So the question is, I mean, how can this be good for us? Because you know, you're definitely heavily involved in the in the Raven stuff. I'm now right. becoming involved 
We obviously have the the sports betting podcast, which again, lock it up. Please listen and and download and like it and rate it and just give it a couple good reviews up there on on iTunes right now. So please do that for us. So how can we, you know, this should present opportunities for us, correct? Yeah, you think that it would. Now, the broadcast itself, it works different than the Ravens. Mm -hmm. The Ravens, Jerry Sandusky and Femi, the guy who does play-by-play in color, they're employed by Hearst. They're employed by 98 Rock and WBAF. Right. The Orioles, employ, they're employees of the Orioles. So John Miller, when he did the Orioles, he worked for the Orioles. Right, famous Orioles broadcaster yeah, back in the day. Yeah, Hall of Fame broadcaster. Mm-hmm. And and so that's done. But there will be a pregame. Yes. There will be a postgame. Yep. Now, the pregame is weird because right now Kirk and Marianne are on from, what is it, 2 to, two to seven. 7. Okay. Well, Almost every Oriole game starts at 7.05. Yes. So that means that the Oriole broadcast will start somewhere around 6.30 is my guess. Maybe 6. I don't know. I would guess I would guess 6.30, but yeah. So it would be weird to me that they wouldn't use Kirk because he's already, he's a full-time employee of the station. Yes. So my guess is that Kirk will do pregame, but will he do it on his own? Like, I don't know the answer to that right. question. Does he? And if he doesn't, what do I do? Do I drive to the station every day for 30 minutes? I don't know. Do I do that from here? Like, I don't know how that works. Right. But if it's a post game, if it's a post game where people, where calls are taken and they're going to use somebody, I'd be surprised as hell if it wasn't me. And I'd be surprised as, as I would be less surprised, but also a little bit surprised if it wasn't me and you, because I can't, there's 162 games. So we would do that from here in theory. I would like to do it from here. That'd right. be the goal, but then they'd have to ha- hire a board op, which they're going to have to do anyway, unless one of us learns how to run the board. But I, if they, first of all, it would be a mistake to not use us for that. It really would. They would, it would be not, it would be irresponsible for them not to use me and you for that. First of all, we were already part of the broadcast team. Second of all, they're not going to find anybody that knows more about the Orioles than I do. They're well, not. They're going to be on, on AM too, right? Right. But, and, and I'm not sure if they're going to work it the same way. I'm guessing they're not. I don't think they're going to work it the same way that they do. Um, the Ravens pregame is two different teams. The postgame is one. Right. And so they probably will work that the same way. And I, I'm, I'm not quite sure if I need to reach out or whatever, but I've already talked to the program director, and he said, hey, you're in our plans. Well, well they got – Keith Mills and, and Pete but, Gilbert and Bobby well, Trossa, they have some big people. Yeah, but Keith Mills is retired. Yeah. Pete Gilbert, I, I don't know. He does a lot of other things. He does Navy football. He does some other Maybe it's not Navy. It's a big it, time commitment. every single yeah. day. Every day. Pretty much, yeah. You do. The game ends at 10 o'clock, and you're on till midnight every day. That's what it is. Yeah. So... I don't know how that works. It's a full-time job for sure. It's a full-time yeah. job. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I, I'd be surprised if they didn't at least say, hey, we need you to at least for at least some of this. What do you think, Robbie? You usually have a gauge of these things. Yeah, I'm, I can't make a guess on this, but Joe seems to have a candle on it, and I think that they're already aware from Joe's experience on the morning show that he does have a passion and a deep knowledge on baseball. I would hope that that is going to be considered, but you, you can't count on that. Yeah. They're not going to find anybody. Well, maybe they, maybe they, well, it depends. There's also a price involved, right? Right. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. If they're going to find somebody who knows more about the Baltimore yeah. Orioles than me. Well, if, if budget is a consideration, I would think that they would come to you first. Maybe they're not going to give you what you want, but they would come to you first, I would think. I think. I mean, I, yeah, I guess we'll see. But uh, anyway, that's where we are. So that's where we are. Of course, you know, helping our sports betting podcast lock it up, do well, it would also help with that. So once again, please support that in any way you can. Yes, favorite it. Give it five stars. Give it a review. Mm-hmm. Download it for sure. By the way, we are we need um, Georgia to cover. They need to win this game by three point by three and a half points or more. So I guess four points or more. 
And right now, the Alabama Crimson tr- Tide is driving right down the field. Oh, great. Uh, look what start. Benchwarmer said. Oh, no. Take a look. Benchwarmer in chat says uh, they may give it to Paul and Wendy. Well, you know, it's weird because <laughs> they may. They have people that are already there. Wendy's a big Orioles fan. And Wendy also, her night show is going to be gone. Yeah. So I, I'm not oh, yeah, quite sure that they don't have her in the place. I don't know. I really don't. And Wendy is an Orioles fan. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. What she knows about the team, I don't know those things, but it's not crazy. And and it says Paul. I don't know that Paul's not in the equation either. I right. I have no idea. I don't know. And and back to lock it up. Uh, Robbie Robinson has never placed a sports bet his, in his entire life, and he listens every week. Nice. Are you gonna make a bet then? Are you gonna playoff Super Bowl I'm, bet? I'm thinking about it, but it's not easy for me to get to the horseshoe. Well, okay, we we realize that, but you know, you do have. You're allowed to go somewhere closer. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah. You want to go to the horseshoe, but if you can't get to the horseshoe, even, you could. Even MGM is in the hall for me. All right. Well, man. Gambling's not legal in Virginia. There are, there are places I can go to place a bet that I think that are a little bit closer, yes. Nice. All right. So Alabama just, um, uh, it's fourth and five. They're going to have to try to kick up 30. These places are not as nice as the horseshoe, though. Horseshoe's beautiful. Thank you, guys. Thank you, chat. Awesome as always. And uh, we'll see you next week. Later. See you, guys. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. (laughs) 